Erevin Daf Samach Al, 16 lines in the bottom, Samach Amebez, Mashiniska Humasa. The Mishnah said, when being Kaina Shvisa outside of your city, whatever you gain to that side, you lose to the other side of that area. And this is very understandable in the case where a person has a house that is not in the city at all, and if he would be Kaina Shvisa at his home, he would have 2,000 Amas to all directions from his home. But if he instead was Kaina Shvisa 1,000 Amas away from his house and towards the east, then he could walk 3,000 Amas from his house towards the east, and he gained 1,000 Amas. And now, he loses against that a thousand amas towards the west, and he can only walk one thousand amas from his house towards the west. But if Ruvain is kind of Shvisa in his city, he would get two thousand amas to each direction of the border of the city. So if the city itself is fifteen amas wide by fifteen hundred amas, and you could go to the east and west two thousand amas, and therefore your entire tchum would be thirty five hundred total amas from the edge of the city on the internal edge towards the east, and the same way to the other side, so you have a maximum of thirty five hundred to each side. Now if Ruvain would want to make his Arab and be Kainish Visa a thousand Amis further than the city to the east of the city, then of course he can walk a total of three thousand Amis from the edge of the city towards the east and he gained a thousand Amis. And our Mr. clearly stated, whatever you gained, a thousand Amis you gained on the east side, you're going to lose on the west side the same exact amount, which is one thousand Amis. As we still exclude the entire city from your Tchum calculation and we consider the city as Dal Amis. So before he could have walked 3,500 total Amis, and he can now walk up to 2,500 Amis towards the west side of the city, so therefore he has a loss of 1,000 Amis. But the Gemara will now ask that this doesn't make sense and it shouldn't be true, because when you were kind of Shvisa in your city, we looked at the entire city as four Amis. But now that you're kind of Shvisa outside the city, when you measure the 2,000 Amis from his new Makkim Shvisa, in the case where he made his Arab on the east side of the city, he will end up having to stop walking in the middle of the city at a total of exactly 2,000 Amis from his Makkim Shvisa, and therefore, he actually didn't lose 1,000 Amis, but he lost 2,500 Amis. And this is exactly the Gemara's question. And the Gemara says, You're saying you only lose 1,000 Amis, you should lose a lot more. But Tanya, we have a bright that says, If you place the Arab within the extension of the city, the area of 72 thirds Amis outside of the city, it doesn't make a difference. You didn't do anything as Amish said, which is exactly that then, because since you anyway have your Tchum Shabbos that starts after the Ibu era, this didn't actually help you at all. However, now we go to the case we're talking about in our Mishnah, if you place it outside the Ibo of the city, even if it's only one Amma, you gain an Amma. You're not losing one Amma, but you lose the entire amount of the city. Because we do include now the entire amount and the measurement of the 1500 Amma city, and that goes into Tchum Shabbos, and therefore you lose a lot more. The Gemara says, Kasha it depends where the end of your meter of your measurement of your 2,000 Amas ends and extends to. And the Gemara explains that there's no steer between the Brisa and our Mishnah. The Brisa is talking about a case where the city was, for example, 1,500 Amas wide, as we explained before. And therefore, if you made your measurement and your Tchum Shabbos 1,000 Amas towards the east of the city, now when you count exactly 2,000 Amas, you're going to get right in the middle of the city. And therefore, the din would be that you have to end your meter and end your Tchum Shabbos right in the middle of the city. However, our Mishnah is talking about a case where the city was much smaller. For example, the city was 500 Amis wide, and therefore, when you counted from your 1,000 Amis towards the east, where you placed the area and you made your Shvisa, then you only get to 1,500 Amis by the time you get past the city, and therefore, since it didn't end up that you ended up your Tchum within the city, we actually look at the Tchum of the city as Dalar Amis and not as 500 Amis, and therefore, we don't count that within your measurements, and you get another 1,000 Amis outside of the city. Very big Kiddush, that there's a difference between how large the city is and where the ending of your actual measurement of of your 2,000 Amis would end. And the 
Gemara brings a right in Uch Rav Idi, and it's like Rav Idi said. I'm Rav Idi. I'm Rav Bishu Malevi. Rav Idi said in Rav Bishu Malevi exactly this point. If you're measuring and you get to a point because of Midas Bichatzeiya, and now you end up where your measurement ended in the middle of the city, then we don't include the city as for Amis. We look at it as an actual measurement. However, because Midas Bichatzeiya, Nasle Eir Kula Kedal Amis. However, if your meter actually extends and gets past the city, then the city becomes like for Amis and then you start counting your measurement again after the city and you gain a lot of measurement and a lot of space. Um, Rabidi, however, Rabidi said about what he brought down from Rabbi Shuvah Levi in Elu El There's only words on Rabbi's because what's the difference if your Tchum Shabbos ended in the middle of the city and you don't gain the city or if it ended at the end of the city and then you look at the city as Daladamas and you gain the entire space of the city. Now Rashi says it's almost like a Nevua from HaKadosh Baruch it's almost like a Halacha He's not giving a reason. If not for the fact that Shumalevi must have learned it from Hasbeim and he had a Kabbalah, he wouldn't have said such a svar by his own self without having a reason. And the Gemara continues. Rav, however, says to Tanani, you can't tell me that the words without any time because Lamais is a Mishnah, and therefore it's not something that he has a svar or he had Kabbalah from Rabbeim. It's actually the first Mishnah that we'll see, which is the Mishnah on Samach. And like Rashi says, what is the They're both learned in a Mishnah. Now, although Rav will say that they're both in a Mishnah and it's Mefurish, however, the Mishnah he brings down from Samach Alpha and Alpha, we have a different Gersa in the Mishnah, as the Gemara will shortly explain that that was Rav Edi's Gersa, and therefore it's not exactly Mefurish. But Rav helped it's Mefurish because he had a different Gersa in that Mishnah. And what does the Mishnah read? If you have a large city next to a small city, and therefore the Er Gedoyla, when it walks towards the Ektana, since the Ektana was very short. So, for example, if the Ektana was only a thousand Amis away from the Ektana, and the Ektana was only 500 Amis wide, then the people in the Ektana could walk way past the Ektana, and then you could walk another thousand Amis past the Ektana, because we look at the Ektana as Dalad Amis. However, we start on Samach Alf Amid Aleph, and the next word is the word that Rav adds into this Mishnah, However, the people in the smaller city can't walk the entire city and the entire larger city. Why? Because if you walk from the edge of the Ektana, a thousand Amis, which is between the two cities, and the Ektana, for example, is 1,500 Amis wide, then they're going to get stuck a thousand Amis into the Ektana, that's where the Tchum Shabbos will end, and as Rashi says, that the whole city gets included in the measurement, and you don't look at it as Dalad Amis. So you see him at first from a Mishnah, according to the way Rav has the gears in the Mishnah, that the din is, my time, the honey calls me does the honey calls me does the difference between the Ektana and the Ektana is where that Chum Shabbos would end when they're walking through the cities. Rab Idi, Rab Idi, that didn't say that, and he said it's a different abyss because he had a Mishnah that we have, and the Gersa was not Ein Anshe Ektani Machas Kol Ektani, but by both he said Anshe Anshe. The Anshe Ektani could be Machas Kol Ektani, and the Anshe Ektani could be Machas Kol Ektani. Now, what's the condition that? And like the Gemara says, Rab Idi, Anshe Anshe Tani, Umukim Lo Ben and he's talking about where he actually placed his Erev within that city. So a person from Ektani that places an Erev inside the Egdala. Now it was kind of Shvisa and Egdala. The whole entire Egdala is considered like Dalamis. And the same thing would be the opposite way. If someone from Egdala would place their Mokim Shvisa in the Ektana, we count the Ektana as only Dalamis. But the din of Maidid, where someone's measuring in a Kulsa Betechala ear or Chutzla ear, that's not something we have an actual Mishnah for, and therefore it's different in Vias. In fact, we don't have a Mishnah, but tonight in the same Mishnah, at the end of the Mishnah, it says, If someone's measuring, we said, and we give him 2,000 Amish, 
Even if the end of his measurement would end in a cave, we would say that's where he has to stop his measurement. And therefore we see that we don't conclude a city in the Mokim of the Trum if you weren't Kainish Visa at the time of Shabbos within the Ma'ara or within the city. The Gemara says, so if it you write in the case where it ends up in the middle of the city that we have a mission of Fereshes. However, according to Rabbi Shulmalevi and according to Rabbi Edi, there is no mission of Fereshes. What happens if you call Seir beside Fereshes that we don't include the city and we look at the entire city as Abba Amis, that we don't have a first Mishnah and that's why he said it's different in Vriyas. The one that had the gear select from here did in the Mishnah later on at the end of the Amid that you said both cases were Anche and we don't say ain't Anche Irktano we only say Anche Irktano then you don't make a mistake according to Rava that he says ain't Anche is also not a mistake. Now the Maisel let's remember Lefi Rava and Lefi Rabidi there's no Machlaikis in Halacha over here. The whole Gemara comes out that there's actually no Machlaikis. It's just a question if it's a Mefurish Mishnah or if it's something that's not Mefurish and it's only different Avias. And the Gemara goes through this. According to Rabkhiya, he's not making a mistake because when he said Anche, then we're only referring to a case where you place the air within that area and therefore the air becomes your Makam Shvisa. That he's actually going to explain that the beginning of the Mishnah is talking about measuring, but then actually, if you look at the Mishnah, it actually says Ketzad and it says Vinasin and Siruvai, that case, because Surah Mechsimachitani will have to add in words to the Mishnah to explain it. That's a case that referring to the case of Maiden and the Kulsa Bechatzeir. And you ended up that your measurement ended in the middle of the city, and that's why you can't walk any further. If you're in a large city, but in the Echazur Rubi Ektan, if you actually place the air in the Ektan before Shabbos, or Haya Be Ektan of the Echazur Rubi Ektan, then Mahalchas Kula Vechutzla Apaim Amma, then of course you're claiming your Shvisa in that city. The city becomes like the Alabas no matter what, and therefore you get from outside of that city an additional 2,000 Amas. If there's a city that the edge of the city had a stream which was very deep and therefore it's dangerous, if there's a partition in front of that and there's a wall that blocks off the stream and therefore it takes away the danger from it and it's four Amas high, then you can measure it's considered one city and therefore it is the edge of the city and now you measure from that point onwards 2,000 Amas more. If there's no wall around the city protecting them from that river or from that stream, a and each individual has to measure their own Tchum Shabbos from their home itself and not from the city because it's not considered a city. Like Rash says, since it's nervous, you're nervous to use the city, it's not considered a city, just like the people that we had before that were living in huts that were more nomadic, and therefore we don't look at it as a city at all, and therefore each person individually has to measure from their home. When you taught us this din, you told us it has to be a partition and a wall that's four amas high. So Gemara says, Why is it different than all the other cases of Daki that we had before? The Abba that was actually before Tfachim. We had this by the case of the second floor porch when they want to be Megaladas that they're not part of the first floor and therefore they don't have to make an air together. And that was on yesterday's Daf. Over there wasn't based on being nervous about using this area. It was based on a symbolic way to show that I'm not part of the other chotzer. But hacha be'istash mishta over here is an actual functional wall to make sure people are not nervous to live in the city that the children don't fall into this nachal into the stream. So therefore, that's why you need four amis high. All right, based now. Meanwhile, from where do I know that zechul between having a dako? Not the time we have a brisa. Hit the rebbe. Rebbe was matish. 
that the people who lived in the city of Gedon, that they go down to Chamson on Shabbos, they would consider the Tum Shabbos. However, the people of Chamson could not go together. What was the story over here? There were two cities that were built on a mountain slope, and it was very dangerous to walk between them. And therefore, my time, what's the reason that there's a difference between two? It must be that the people in Gedon made a safety wall, and therefore they were able to measure their Tum from the edge of their city. However, the people in Chamson never made any wall for protection, and therefore they had to measure their city from each individual house, and then their Tchum Shabbos ended up that they weren't able to get into the area of Gada. Now, even though Rabbi Yisuf wanted to bring this Raya from Rabbi to his Yisoy that there's a chilip between making a dak or not, but the Gemara now will bring three other potential ways to learn this Brisa, which will not be a Raya for Rabbi Yisuf. Number one, Kiyosu Ravdimi Amar, when Ravdimi came, he said, Tatruge Mitatruklu B'nei Gada B'nei Chamsen. The story over there was, the people in Gada were very strong people, and they used to beat up the people of Chamsen. Like Rashi says, Makin Vahargan, but we have a gear, so not that they killed them, but Bechaytin, that the B'nei Gada would beat up the people of Chamsen when they came to their towns. Umay Hitta, what does it mean that Rebbe was Mata? Not that he was Mata, but Hiskin, he made a Takana that they shouldn't go there because they were worried to get beaten up. Umay Shra Shabbos, so now what's the difference during the week or on Shabbos? If there's a Gzera, they shouldn't go there because you don't want to get beaten up. It should also be during the week. The Gemara answers the Shrikha Bashikos because on Shabbos they would get Shikha and therefore B'nei Gada were much more dangerous, and that's why Rabbi said the B'nei Chamsun should not go to Gada during Shabbos. Another question, when the B'nei Gada go to Chamsun, then also going to be beating up the people in Chamsun. So why did Rabbi allow the people in Gada to go to Chamsun? He should have made a Gzera that people in Gada can never go to the city of Chamsun. And the Gemara answers, if there's a dog that's not in their city, there could be seven years and it won't bark, which basically says, since the people don't have hometown advantage, and therefore even though they got to go to the town of Chamsun, they're not going to beat them up in their town itself. If they're not as strong and they're weak in another town, the people in Chamsun might go and take revenge of Bregada and beat up the people in Bregada that when they come to the town. It says, even though of course Bregada won't beat up the people in Bregada, but of course the Bregada weren't strong people and they're not going to actually fight with them even if they come to that city and that's why Rebbe did not make the Xerah. A third idea, we had Rebbe Yisif, now we had Ravdimi, and now we have what we were talking about over here, Chamsin was like the city that we had before that was made like a bow, and the top of the city, the top of the U-shape was actually towards Gadar, and therefore the people of Gadar could go to Chamsin because they would hit the area of Chamsin at the top, and they would be within that Tchum Shabbos, and they could walk the entire area. But the people of Chamsin who lived within this U-shape, Rashi explains that at the top of the U, there was actually more than 4,000 army space, and we said before that you don't measure your Tchum Shabbos from the end of the city, but from wherever your house is, and therefore the people at the bottom of the U would not be able to get into Gada from where they were living. And the fourth shot of the Gemara in Rabbi is Rabdim Bachina. says, The story was Gada was an Egdela, Chamsun was an Egdela, and therefore the people of Gada could go to Chamsun because their Tchum Shabbos would end up after Chamsun, and therefore they could walk the entire Chamsun and even beyond it a little bit based on how much space they had left. However, the people from Egdela, from Chamsun, were going towards the Egdela. Their Tchum Shabbos of the 2000 Shabbos would end up in the middle of the city. And like we explained before, when your Tchum Shabbos ends up in the middle of the city, you don't have the full city and it doesn't make it like a four-armor city. And therefore, they would actually not be able to walk through the entire gutter. Now, in the last two terutz of Rav Safra and Rav Dima we just said Rav Safra said it was Eser Hasuri Kakash. So Rav Dima said, Anshi Ekdelo, Anshi Ektana That's the way Rav Kana learned this. However, Rav Tavumi Masnachi, Rav Tavumi said the same idea, but he didn't know 
which of the man Omrim said which svara. The Safra of Dinu Rachinu Chadama Irasir Kesavoy the Chadama Anchi Ekanav Anchi Ekdelava. Same idea, except over here we don't know which Amir said which Shita. We continue with this Mishnah. We just mentioned this Mishnah at the top of the Amid where we had Machlekes between Rav and Rav Idi. What the Gears in this Mishnah was? Anchi Ekdelav Mahalchus Kol Ekdana. The people in the Ekdelav could walk the entire Ekdana. But Anchi Ekdana Mahalchus Kol Ekdelav. Again, Lefi Rav it was Ve'ain Anchi Ekdana Mahalchus Kol Ekdelav. Ketzad. How is this Lefi Rav Dimi let in the Mishnah? Mishaya Be'Ekdelav and Nasein Suru Be'Ekdana. That someone was in Ekdelav and he placed his Erev actually in the Ekdana prior to Shabbos starting, or Be'Ekdana and Nasein Suru Be'Ekdelav. Mahalchus Kulav Chutzla Pai Mama. No problem. Since you were Kohen Shvisa in the city, so you considered a Taishavah ear prior to the onset of Shabbos, and therefore your Tchum Shabbos only starts from the outer border of the city itself. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says you don't have this din of getting the entire city, and you are not Kohen Shvisa except for at that exact spot, and therefore you only get 2,000 Amas from exactly where you made your ear. Amalim Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said that if you place your ear inside a cave, they only get 2,000 Amis, and that's all. When do we say this, Sister Dinah? We agree with you that you only get up to 2,000 Amis. If in this cave there's no people living there, however, if there are people living there, then of course we say, You would get the entire cave, and outside of 2,000 Amis, you actually start your 2,000 Amis from outside of the cave. The same way if you have a house that's 5,000 Amis, you start your Tchum Shabbos from outside the house. And the same way that would same din would apply to a city itself. That you only start your two thousand amas from outside of the border of the city, and then to Kaltoichom Al Gabo and Lefidachacham comes out that it's much better for you if you make an air within your Ma'ara within a cave, because then you get the entire cave considered like four amas and you don't count every foot of the cave. However, if you place the same place outside above the cave, you place on the ground in the same spot, but it's outside, then you don't get any additional amas, and therefore that's much more chamer. And the mission ends off with one more din. And to someone that's measuring the Tchum Shabbos from outside the city, and they measure 2,000 Amish, that we know that the din is that you only get till 2,000 Amish if it ends up in the middle of the Ma'ara, then you don't count the Ma'ara inside it, and you don't give the Ma'ara a din of four Amish. And the same thing, like we said, Bidigaya City, that if the Tchum Shabbos of your 2,000 Amish are coming from outside the city and they end up in the middle of the city, then you have to stop at that exact spot. However, if your actual Medida of your 2,000 Amish gets you across the city, then we can look at the city as four Amas, and you'll gain a lot of space. And we continue on Samach Aleph on the Bays at the Gemara. Prior to starting the Gemara, let us define two terms. First, Shabbos Be'er is referring to someone who is Kainish Visa in his city or Amara by physically being in the city at the onset of Shabbos. And the term Haniyach is when a person is Kainish Visa by placing the Muslim Be'er in the city prior to Shabbos, but the person is not actually physically in the city at the time. So we start the Gemara. I'm Rabbi Dom Shmuel. Rabbi says his name is Shmuel. In the explanation of the Rabbanon of our Mishnah, Shabbos Be'er if you actually were Kainish Visa physically by being in the city, but this city was a walled, desolate, Uninhabited city. You're allowed to walk from outside the city. You don't count the city as your Tchum Shabbos. That's considered like Dalad Amas. So you count your 2000 Amas starting from outside the city. And Rashi points out this would work out the future of Kiva also because Rabbi Kiva and the Mishnah did not argue under Rabbanan where you were actually physically in the city. However, the next thing is specifically the future of and it's an explanation of the Rabbanan. But in the they weren't physically in the city, and this city was a desolate, uninhabited city. That it did is you only have 2,000 Amis, and you don't count the city as four Amis, and that actually agrees to Rabbi Kiva, except that he only says it by an ear, but if it was an ear that was Yishuv, that was had inhabited.
inhabitants, then Lufir Rabbana, they argue on Rabbi Kiva and say that you get the entire city even by Yenechaz Ruvai as Dalat Abbas. Rabbi Lazar, I mean, Rabbi Lazar says another sheet and how to understand Rabbana of Abishra. This is Rabbi Lazar, the Amira. Echad Shabbas, Echad Nech, Mahalchas Kulab, Chutzalal Paimama. It doesn't make a difference if it was inhabited or if it wasn't inhabited, you still get outside the city 2,000 Amis and the city itself is counted only as four Amis. And therefore, we have a three way Machlekes. Rabbi Kiva Shita is most Machmed. Of course, if you have physically Shabbos in the city of Ma'ara, you will consider the entire cave or city as four Amis and you gain a lot of space. But if you only place an air of Truman, then you never receive the benefit and you include the entire actual measurement of the Ma'ara or city in your calculation of 2,000 Amis and it doesn't make a difference if the city is inhabited or not. However, Shita Shmuel is an explanation of the Rabbana of Amishna is that you also consider ear and cave as Dalan Amis, even as long as the city of Ma'ara is inhabited, and the most Kalshit is Rabbi Lezer, who holds that Lafid Rabban, even if the city of Ma'ara is not inhabited, we consider the city of Ma'ara as Dalat Amis. May Svedik Amari ask a Shaila on Rabbi Lezer how he explained Rabban of Amishna. Omar Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said back to Rabban of Amishna, Aren't you the Rabban of me that if you place your Arab in a cave that you only have 2,000 Amis and we don't count the Ma'ara as only four Amis? Armulayda responded back, when do we say so? When the cave is uninhabited. So the Gemara answered a question from Rabbi How can you say that it doesn't make a difference if it's inhabited or it's uninhabited? The city or the cave is considered like four Amis, but it's mashma clearly from Mishnah. If there will be no inhabitants in this cave, they only get 2,000 Amis and you do not count the ear or the cave as four Amis. The Gemara answers, How do you type to Mishnah when it said that there are no inhabitants? It doesn't mean there's no one living there. Ain't a real idea. The Mishnah means not only that it's uninhabited, but also that it's not royal deer. Rashi says that there's no mechitzes there at all, and that's why over here even Rabbi Lezer agrees that l'fida chachamim you'd only have two thousand amos. Tashma another raya. We have a brayso shavas be'arfi lugdoyla kantuchyo. If a person was kainish visa based on actually physically being present in the city prior to Shabbos, and even if that city is as large as the city of Antuchyo or b'ma'ara ba'filu he k'ma'ara sitkyo melchuda. Even this cave was so large, it was like the ma'ara sitkyo melchuda when sitkyo was running away. From the Bukhanetsa by Chobim Bayes Rishon, he made a large escape tunnel under Yushlaim, and that Mara was very large. Then the whole cave or this area of Antuchyo is considered like one area, like Dalad Amis, and then you could go 2,000 Amis after the city. And the Gemara now explains what the Rai is against Rabbi Lezak. Tani, we learned, Ere, Dumi Demara, the city is similar to the Mara of Tzitkyo. Just like the Mara of Tzitkyo today, nowadays, is desolate, no one's there. Or even in time Tzitkyo, no one lived there. It was only for Tzitkyo because he was the king, no one else would there. Also, the city that we're referring to is a city that's desolate. But the only time we said that Din is they allowed to go and consider that city or that Mara as for Amis is only when someone was dwelling there, when he was there physically before Shabbos. But if he placed the Arab there and he wanted to make an Arab there before Shabbos, you wouldn't be able to do it because it's desolate. And Ayn Rashid, it must be that there was a wall here and the wall did not actually fall apart and fall down. And therefore, you can't say that that's what we're talking about to explain the Sheets of Rebbe Lezo. The Gemara says, "Money. Who is this price? Elaim Rabbi Kiva. If it's Rabbi Kiva, my ear chareva fili shivanami. As we explain, lefi Rabbi Kiva, there's no difference between if it's desolate or if it's actually inhabited. If it's a case of him niyecheruvai, and therefore you can't say the price Rabbi Kiva. El Rabbanan. It's going lefi Rabbanan. The time of the Shavas. And the only reason why we said you considered the city part of it is only because he was physically present. But if he placed his ear over there, it wouldn't work since the city is desolate and uninhabited. And the Gemara answers lefi Rabbi Lazar like tamei ear dumi demar. Don't say we're comparing the ear to a that the Ma'ara is similar to the city. Ma'ir Yeshiva, Af Ma'ar Yeshiva. Just like by the city, we're talking about a city that was actually inhabited. Also, the Ma'ara is talking about something that's inhabited. And the Gemara says, Rabbi Kiva, the 
In such a scenario, even by Hemiach, the din is that you only have 2,000 Amis and not count the city or the Mara, even if it's inhabited as a Mokim dollar to dollar. However, if he actually was there physically before Shabbos, then he's Mokim that you could count the ear or the Mara as dollar Amis. We learned that it's the Mara Tzitkyo and the Mara Tzitkyo was uninhabited. The Mara says, Kamara Tzitkyo, but like Kamara Tzitkyo. It was like the Mara Tzitkyo, but not really like Kamara Tzitkyo. Kamara Tzitkyo, it's like Kamara Tzitkyo, which was very large. It was a long tunnel. Over there, we were talking about a cave that was actually uninhabited, and over here, we're talking about a case where it was inhabited. The Gemara continues with one story. Mayhuda found the people of Mavrachta, which was a town, that they placed the Erev in the Beis HaKnesset, which was outside the city, but still within 2,000 Amis of their city, and they wanted to be kind of Shvisa in that Beis HaKnesset. Now, if that would happen, of course, they would gain that they were able to walk an additional 2,000 Amis from where they were kind of Shvisa. Amalu, so Mayhuda said to them, Gavu you should move it as far as possible into Beis HaKnesset, because we actually measure not from the end of a building, we actually measure from the place where you put your Muslim and in this way you'll have even more space to walk for your Arab. Amalei Rav Rav said to my Yehuda Palga the people of the city are correct and you're wrong because you can't be Chaluk under Chacham who say that when you place the Arab even in a bias the din is that you have the entire bias that's part of your Tchum and it's only considered for Amis you don't measure based on where the Arab is physically located within the bias or the basic Knesset because the Arab in Lester Chosh Rabbi Kiva Rabbi Kiva first of all is the Yachid and we know Rabbi Kiva is only Halakha and not necessarily and number two because in Erevin we don't go like the Sheets of Rabbi Kiva over here like Rash says the Kaimon and we'll stop over here